The following program contains strong language and views that some might find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. You are in studio with myself, Brenda. Your boy, Eric. And this day, great poupon, the AV, young, the TED Talk. Hey, my guy. I'm here. Greetings and salutations, my G. How are you doing? How's your weekend, weekdays, everything? I've had a good week, actually. Mm. Um, I celebrated eight months. Hey. As you tell me about Molly Water. I, I mean, listen, that was what my weekend was like. <laughs> like not consuming, just watching people on Molly Water. But I, I, it got me thinking. Eight months, you know, I, I just examined my life a bit. I looked mm. at how things are looking and... The way I'm wired, you know, life is taking shape. Not not in the money side of things, but I'm doing what I like. Um, I got an opportunity to a flight opportunity coming soon. Hey, nice. A six seater though, like some tourism vibes. But uh, I'm looking forward to that. It's flying nonetheless, no. But the way I'm wired, the first thing that came to mind in celebrating my eight months was like I want to knock back some whiskey. You know, I want to sit somewhere and. Uh, on no day does whiskey sound like a reason to celebrate but for some I, of us. I had to cut that thought quickly. Uh-huh. So Quick. how did you celebrate instead? No, I didn't do much. Huh? I didn't do much. I just took it in. I looked at my life and what it looks like now and I weighed whether that temporary IRA is worth me um, throwing everything away because best believe if I was to drink today. <laughs> yeah. Facts. You've experienced it. I mean, we've been here. Yes. Yeah. Having said that, I remember you sent me that message on on that eight month day about the pilots that were stranded. Deep, bro. Call it God. Yo. Call it fate. I literally, just for guys to understand, I thought I'd messed up a job in what? In October last year. Yeah. Around then. I decided to drink and go celebrate and I, I basically ruined it. And turns out, if I got that job, things would have been hairy right now. Like, the guys who got it, the guys who are there are stuck in Congo, Bana. Well, I don't know. If you had to be stuck somewhere, where would you want to be stuck? Um, definitely not Congo. I, I mean, if it's not Congo, but if you had to be stuck somewhere, where would you want to be stuck? Um, that's, a, that's a good question. Probably somewhere in the States, as crazy as that sounds. <sighs> no. Canada, bro. I can be stuck in Canada. Me, it's fine. Why Canada? I just feel like Canada is like low-key states. Like it's the states, but like less intense. You get the functionality. It functions far better than the states. Yeah. Like far better than the states. But one, I know people there too. Half of it is mostly forest. So it's not even as big of a country as you think it is. And there's also zones of like legalized marijuana. So Um, that's okay for me, you know. And they've got like hella immigrants. So they're like used to having, you know, hella foreigners around. You smoke marijuana? No, actually I don't. So why would the marijuana part interest you? Marijuana people Come are interesting. They're interesting. Being around people who smoke is much more relaxing than just general people. They tend to be more chilled, so that would be like a very chill district. I think I could chill there. But but why I think why I'm inclined less to, to back to my craziness, like I think for sure someone somewhere is looking out for me because I would have been in Congo stuck with pending bills had I not have had my whole episode end. Call that fate, call it God. What do you call that, Pana? All the above. It's all the above. A mixture. Yeah. I don't think those things are all mutually exclusive, by the way. They could all be the same thing. It's just a different name for whatever it is that controls the outcome of those things. So, yeah, I mean, well done for not getting that gig, I guess. I'm happy and eight months, yeah. And apart from that, my week, I've been shamelessly plugging this thing. By the way, I've been like a Jehovah Witness, man, in terms of sharing this podcast. I mean, people's inboxes, like, hi. So, guys, are really curious, like, ah, Eric, long time, eh? 
Hi, so I wanted to share with you my podcast, you know, so don't take offense, man. Or sounding like a guy for World Ventures. You guy, man, like a, 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 it's like a scheme that I'm selling, man. Don't take offense, we're growing this thing organically, so I'll just keep sharing it as, as we go. Please, yeah. and if you've reached this point of the video, man, just subscribe, it makes it easier. I mean, it just makes sense. It's like, just, like, just, just do it. Just, just subscribe. Yeah. How's your week? Um, my week was fine. I think all my weeks melt into the same week because they're generally quite boring. Um, you however, really hate your job, huh? I don't hate it. It's just monotonous. I couldn't say I liked it because it just feels like a task. The same way you take a shower, the same way you walk upstairs. It's just a thing you do. You know what I mean? You're not concerned your boss would be curious to see what you do on the side. And I'm pretty sure he's going to see this, uh-huh. right? Because that's what they do. They like check out what you're doing. What are you up to? Like, no, are you being sneaky? And it's not sneaky. I just feel like honesty is true. And it would surprise me greatly if they didn't know I was slightly frustrated with that job. I'm sure they, they have an idea. Yeah, my boss tells me all the time, you sound, what the word that she like telling me, you sound, you sound, you what? sound, no, 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 not frustrated, not ungrateful, there's another word for it. I don't know, I can't, I can't trace my steps. You sound like you resent, resentment, he resentful, says, you, you sound uh, like you have a lot of resentment. He's told me this before and I was like, resentment is a hard word. I just think it's like having a wife who's otherwise great but she's boring. That's, that's yeah, that's, where that, I'm that's, at. That's, that's a work formula, yeah. <laughs> but, but I saw, first of all, some people tended to enjoy my little rant about uh, the political sphere. It's not going to be a thing thing, but I couldn't help but notice that some people got mad about someone's mom being insulted and then it threw the country back into political, uh, a political temperature, so to speak. Guys are stupid, man. Guys are shallow. Like, we've just dived from... COVID billions being stolen, like that was a story, and then someone's mom was insulted. First of all, if your mom was insulted, if my mom was insulted, I can't take anyone to jail. So it should be equal across the board. I understand, do not, only when it comes to security risk should any action be taken. If I, if I make a direct threat against someone in power, that's different. But if I'm talking about his mom. What today? Okay, we both went to private schools. Did you not read this book called Animal Farm by George Orwell? Yeah, but you see the, the this book. Is, this is exactly what happens in that book. Some animals. Huh? Some animals are more equal than others. There's that thing. Everyone starts out equal when the struggle is against one thing. But now once that struggle is over, of course now you start to descend into all sorts of nonsense that doesn't make any real sense. So am I surprised? No. But this is kind of like what surprises you at this point? But I think, uh, haven't we passed that phase of until now guys are being arrested for talking shit against the president's uh, mother? No. Why would we? I mean, yes, but also no. And also, who called for the arrest? I don't know. I think it was probably the guys, the guy with the internal docket uh, using his instruments and organs. Okay, fine. So now let me ask you, you arrest a guy for talking about someone's mom, then what? I think it's just a flex. Like this is this is how much power we still wield. But this is now also coming off of the back of several other people being arrested for hate speech, right? Mind you, hate speech is what got us into our last post-election problem, right? So I understand why maybe you'd be a bit sensitive to people talking some type of way about something, but... But don't you think we're far evolved from 2007? 13 years have gone by, man. We're not, Kenya is not in the same space in terms of how people react to certain things, and being that people have, I mean, this very president itself has really allowed free speech to flourish. So how the hell do you not expect some people will talk trash? 
what what is, can be perceived as trash i think for me the, what i'd like to imagine is and i doubt it's this but what i'd like to imagine is people want to like stay on message right we don't need to be talking about things that have nothing to do with anything if i'm having an argument with you and then you come up with but your mom like i'm sorry what are we doing <laughs> you know what i mean i'm just like this idiot it loses, it loses. It loses all value the conversation is now pointless because you've bought in things that have nothing to do with anything that we're talking about but i've been watching uh, political spheres across the con- across the world for too long now to not realize that this is a play like these guys are all working in in unison that whole someone insulting someone's mom was just being used to get the country back in campaign mode in political mode let's move from covid mode i feel like the president is gonna open up things soon like we're gonna lift this curfew and, and i was again at a soiree and you and your soirees my friend uh, my, my friend my, it's, it's basically my demo kina yuji shout out yuji like everyone feels the way i ranted everyone feels that everyone from our demo feels like there's a level of tiredness with the bs and guys want to figure out a solution and talking is the first step I hate to break it to you but every generation has been through this you're tired and you're trying to figure out the next step and then you talk but then you see knowing what the next step is is not the hard part who is that next thing let's say you remove all these politicals that are currently in the arena right who but I think t- why why talking has so much power is if you remember when I don't know if it happened just before or after just after the previous guy got in power mm um when ridiculous went full power full throttle and they were like back dissing right yes it, i remember it, that it definitely carries some merits like people people feel like you're articulating exactly how they feel and that that it definitely has some momentum probably what got us to the point where on a podcast i can say some things like that had it not been for those guys facts facts to be fair i think there's been a lot of struggle as to how we can articulate ourselves in this country however what i think is missing from a lot of conversations is that we're very we're, we've gotten used <clears throat> sorry we've gotten very good at finger pointing right yeah. so so and so many hundreds of billions of shillings has gone is unaccounted for like as if that's an acceptable thing to tell a nation 800 right? what 35 some some it doesn't matter even one be unaccounted for is just too much what do you it's mean unaccounted much. for it's too much what is unaccounted for or unable to be traced what does that mean stolen that's fine but then what does that mean for me no for sure and that's that you brought up a great and pertinent point is apart from the hype of the b and the number for sure if that's being pilfered from coffers that are maybe supposed to be used for the growth of a, of a mm. nation for sure we're affected and that's why i keep saying the middle class in kenya is a myth and i said people might catch feelings about me saying like middle class you know i realized the way the world is set up society set up okay yeah? you can only you can only flag if you're from poverty you can only flag your poverty right or if you are they are extreme yeah? exactly the middle class don't get to talk about anything and that needs to change like b- claiming that you're poor is fine claiming that you're ultra ultra rich is worshipped somewhere in between no one gets to talk and yet that's the bulk of everyone most people yes, are ironic. not poor and not rich at the same time it's I, the rest of us and to be fair I'm, I'm i don't ever knock anyone for political apathy because that's me right and i think i represent a good number of people i'm aware of what's going on i see what's going on do i have solutions to provide but also i think 
when you start thinking about solutions not as temporary, you realize how much work is ahead. The momentum. Right? Like, not even the momentum, just the sheer level of work that's going to be required. And you can't do it in bits. This would have to be in concert in order for all these things to work. Because I'm built, at least the way my head is structured, the system has to work 360, yeah. right? I can't fix one place and then the rest of this thing is still decaying because this one will struggle eventually under the weight of carrying. You can't have efficiency in only one part of a machine. But so, so, some movements definitely need um, like, you know, the way people shoot a gun or whistle and people start running. Right. Sometimes, and, and I feel like being a mouthpiece or articulating sometimes will get people going, you know, at whatever level they are, whether you're inside Gava and you're operating at our demographic in terms of age, you'll start the momentum of doing things differently if you feel people are saying that that's what they want. Because just even by going to my friend's house and realizing that this is being felt by everyone. Right. But not many people are talking about it, except in those close circles. So there's a way it, you, like, it's like a smoke signal for people to start... I think the question that we all have to ask ourselves is if we can all agree on what we don't want and what we do want, we need to stop talking about that and start actually coming up with ways in which that can go from being a conversation to being something that can be put into effect. It might not even be from us, right? We all know these guys are like pretty babes in high school. They just want to be liked, right? So if you can manipulate a scenario where you can, you know, get what you need done, then that's cool. But, 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 I digress a little bit, mm -hmm. right? As we talk about all these billions and all these things lost and all these new projects, apparently Mukurwa is going to be getting 13,000 new houses at, at 15, 15 billion. billion. Like as if 13,000 houses in a slum cost billion? 15 billion. I don't, I, yeah, I'm not a contractor. How round is that figure? It's very, I don't, it, this is the thing. Have you ever seen a contractor give you a figure? It's very round. It's never like, you know, 75,460. It's like 80 Gs. So they, are, right? they arrived at 15 B. Let's say it's even tentatively 15 B. Uh, that, that sounds like a scandal in the making. But this is now my thing. I feel like in certain, these things, it's not that we don't want there to be housing. Of course right? we do, yeah. Of course we do. But before we get to making anything new, I think what we need as a peoples is to have some things just be put on the table, right? Like at the exit of each government, once each government ends, they didn't know we have an exit interview, yeah. right? The Gava should have an exit interview before an election and be like, listen, as Gava, this is what we did. We know what you did because you shout about it all the time, right? What didn't you do? Where did you fail? What must you confess? So that we know how badly you have done. You're already gone. You finished your term. Should, that's there, it. should there be reprimand for failures? I guess in a perfect world, yeah. But like, yeah. I'm not asking for a lot. Like reprimand would be ideal, but the confession in itself is enough for me. But in this context of ours, it's starkly clear. And I know it's the same internationally. Like when you say Democrats, Republicans, it's apparent that they're sort of one and the same. But on this side of the world, it's become obvious that even factions are fake factions. So, for example, in Kenya, we've been split along, polit along um, what do you call it, tribal lines. Right. And the saddest thing about tribal lines in Kenya that I've come to realize is it doesn't matter whether you're middle class, lower class, the most educated person will give you a very sound argument as to why they're voting for somebody. But if you can read in between the lines, the layers are just tribalism. Very well articulated. A guy will say some, you get to think about it, then you ask his surname, you're like, oh, okay. You go to the other side, you ask very well. Um, okay, but having said that, might that maybe be you being tribalist, Kidogo? 
inferring that level of subtle tribalism on somebody just because you think it no, fits an idea it, of how tribalism it's, happens. It's, it's coupled with other actions. You see, that's just in the in the interaction that we're having. It's coupled with many other things they may have said. So now when they're trying to convince you that when you've called out, for example, and I talk about this from experience that experiences I've had with okay. them, especially older people, uncles, you know, you see such people. And they're trying to convince me and my generation that it's not just tribalism, it's this and this and this, but you can see all the other things, you know. I feel you. I mean, I think we were sat down, my mom, my mom and several other people have had the same conversation with me when you ask the question, how the heck did you even get to tribalism? Because, I mean, we saw what happened in Rwanda. I mean, in the middle of the 90s. Like, oh, yeah. it wasn't like in some bush, dark days. In the middle of the 90s, goddamn yeah. 90s that happened in Rwanda, right? We were alive, I think. Yeah. yeah, we were very much alive and living and kicking and, like, minding our goddamn business. There was a whole fucking genocide happening next door. And at that age, I was unaware of what... I didn't, couldn't fathom what a genocide was. And so, if that's possible in a place like Rwanda, and they managed to get from there and surpass us, Right. How did we, we as Kenya, get to anywhere where there was anything tribal? Like the, on the face of it, there's politics. But before we got to politics, before politics was a thing we even partook in, what was there before? Because this thing can't have been born just because of politics. But it's 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 embedded. It's been embedded in our psyche. I remember. See, there's a rational argument. Uh, like you can be like, okay, if your guy or my guy, you know, the people have their guys, mm-hmm. is in power. It doesn't really make a difference in terms of what what you're gonna earn but that month. This is, this, this back to let me finish. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make a difference. Your salary won't change, for example. Facts. Yeah, but on in in our context, it's embedded in people's psyche. For example, having your perceived guy in power does something for your psyche and esteem, which is a shame. It is. I think before it was also quite simple. If you had like a guy. And I'm just going to pick a random example, like a guy from Tarakaniti is now who's going to be preso. Uh, Guys in Tarakaniti expect that that area is going to get developed. developed and better. And it, for the most part, it did. That's what happened, right? So on that basis alone, I can see why. Yeah, yeah, that's an Even me, please. I would love for politicians to live where I live for the rest of my life. Because then that means the roads will be fine. Mm? Lake should really be in good but don't supply you feel like that's there changing? and whatnot. I mean, it is changing, but at a time that was it. That was the security you had. You knew that if there were certain people, there was a certain level of security and utilities that you could enjoy purely because of their presence in that area. What about the guy in, for example, Kibera, who is not necessarily even looking? He's not even thinking about the road being done if his guy is in power, or the guy in you named uh, Tarakani. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of development, especially in the past ten years, hasn't happened based on where a guy is from. So. I mean, to be fair, let's not even go far. You've seen those memes for Kino, bro. Hey. <laughs> Why are you dropping off a babe at Kino? <laughs> yes. Gambut. <laughs> and this is the thing. I wanted to move, and I was like, yo, I think, like, Kino and, and Kikui, there's some very nice houses, like apartments and stuff, going for what I think is the ideal price yeah. for that kind of thing. I'm like, yes, that's a sweet spot for Nairobi. That's perfect. And they're great. But then I'm like, if this is the road to get to this house... This is what these guys are for. No wonder it's this price. But I think right? I think I've found a solution for people who are struggling with um like remember what I was talking about, was it last week or last week but one? People who maybe so much Maj you've come back, the job market is just not what you expected in the way of salary, but you, right. need, you need to move out communal living, communal living. Guys need to open up their minds. If you're looking for a certain level of comfort, instead of paying, let's say, on the lower end, twenty uh, forty K rent. Um, why not pay 120, leave three guys? Or You would do that, but then there's also a landlord problem. You see, I could get a house 
one is just generally easier for women to do that if you're a group of babes because I don't know why people just assume women are more trustworthy but also it depends like if you're too pretty then they just think like you're a bunch of hoes a bunch of hoes exactly so I mean but damned if you do damned if you don't but here's the thing as a landlord if I had a five bedroom property and five 20 something year olds wanted to rent my house I would be very hesitant to rent not because of their luck they can probably pay for it but what kind of lifestyle are you living? Is that how I want my property to be taken care of? You think it's going to become a bando? I don't know, because I don't know you. Um, what is, are we supposed to date before I lease my house to you? And I don't know you. You see what well, I mean? I, well, you can, you can ask. You can prod. You can have a questionnaire. You, you can, can ask. You can prod. Like, I ever answer those things, honestly. Come on. If there's a kind rookie of, mistakes. If, you're, if it's five guys and they have a... Yeah, yeah, we just want to live here for three months, then you know there's a problem. <laughs> That's different. If I you hear an ask... I to say something that was really going to put me <laughs> into that tribal little pocket. And Nigerians, we, we, fuck, we, we fuck with you, Nigerians. But it's not, it's not that. Also, no, just to be very clear... I think I need to make use of my platforms for my own good. Shoot, right? Shoot. I am actively looking for a Nigerian husband. My friend seems very happy, very, very happy. And I feel like that's the steeze that I need. It's like sort of Luo meets less selfish. That sounds if like you get money. what I'm saying. Right? Sounds, like, sounds like you're looking for money. I'm looking for security. That's what we call it. In the way of money. In the way of everything. Granted, granted. That's, I feel like that is not a wrong approach. I don't think that you have to be rich. I think that... I think what I've been doing is like you're nice. That was a very good segue. Yeah. Very good segue. Thanks. Apple Thanks. 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 Thank very you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Increase my mshara is all I'm saying. Right. Yeah. So um, what I've been doing is looking for nothing in particular. I think I had an idea of what I wanted, but I wasn't sure how it was going to arrive. Right. So I didn't want to throw anything because, you know, maybe it's a gem waiting to be polished. Nyef, nyef, nyef. Then you get to stage two where it's not my job to polish gems. Yeah. You need to come polished. Right. But then whose work is it? So I feel like for each babe in your life, and this is a fact, you are going to make somebody else's husband. You, you, you're going to put in that work. You will train them. You will clean them. You will upgrade them in all levels and they will walk away from you. And soon after, they will be perfect for someone as else. The, as the upgraded version, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's your, that's your JD. But it's, Every it's, babe is going to do that. And whether it's knowingly or unknowingly, you will do that. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful phase. And I'm, I'm one of those dudes who will damn a chick for wanting a particular kind of guy, even if it's chums you want. It just means you've realized, you've been through the, the, the ring and you understand, okay, I can a, a, a broke, nice guy. Hmm. Doesn't really, yeah. that, that really work in terms of bills. You can date a, a bowling dude guy hmm, doesn't really work you'd be unhappy why not just meet somewhere in the middle but the security has to be something that for sure has to be there there's nothing wrong with that I, th- I honestly think everybody needs needs I don't even care if it's on your list of wants you need security however there's a level of honesty that you need to have with yourself and I realize that I think I have unlocked that level to a point of mastery this weekend right yeah cause <clears throat> So somebody confessed something to their, me. Their feelings. Huh? They confessed their feelings to me. And I'm, I'm never really that surprised about these things, as cocky as that sounds. That is so <laughs> cocky. <laughs> I always know they always know they're all after me. No, it's not that. It's just you can tell from somehow, sometimes some, the way people behave around you that it's either they really don't like you or they're afraid of you or so I don't know but something's off about how you behave around me yeah I'm not gonna question it because I mean it's your prerogative behave how you want so, so they came out and told you straight up no it came like in meander were, yeah. were they on that molly juice no 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 no, no. <laughs> not yet um 
So you know, Molly, Molly does get you in your feelings. You start confessing things you'd never ordinarily confess. Yeah, that was like that. The Molly just came like later, like some hours and hours and hours after everything that transpired transpired. I think that was the celebration drink, to be honest. But um, so the confession came, and I was like, hmm. And it was weird because the universe aligns. This is one of those things for. You see someone, someone's been around your family, for example, it's a family friend, not even in quotes, actual family friend. Provided it's not a kuzo, it's fine. Yeah, it's family friend. They've been around or somebody that you've known for a minute. Yeah. And you've never thought about them in any sort of way. Right? That guy was just lasting over you for, for months. It, you don't know that, huh? right? I'm but a dude, I know that. On one fine day, <laughs> that all that that's been happening for years, months, weeks, however it's been going on with yeah. this other person, one day you ask yourself that question about that person. You've never thought about it before, but the day that you think about it is the day the confession comes. That's trippy for it's, me. It's one of those it's right? one of those job eight months like sobriety versus job like your time yeah. God yeah. Saja. Some, something. Yeah. Alignment. That's what happened. At least I'm pretty sure he'd call it alignment. I mean. But I say I, I look at it this way, like there's a certain age you reach where it's not wrong. Okay, I don't know about babes, but I'll speak for myself. You can enter a relationship knowing that this probably doesn't end in anything serious, but just for the fun of it, provided you know that going in, I'm also old enough to realize that you can't enter every relationship with marriage or finality in mind. That time it's just, okay, I, I, I sort of fucks with you. Yeah, it could be fun for seven months, you know. And it's, it's kind of something I'm considering with somebody, but uh, at the same time, on their end, it would damage them. There's that, and I appreciate that 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 honesty that you have about that because it's you. I think it's it's un, the most selfish thing you could do is only think about how this scenario would affect you, right? Should you always look out for number one all day? Number one, you are the MVP of yeah, everything. Superstar. Yeah, but it's a team sport. At the end of the day, you can't just be an MVP is only as good as plus, the backers. Plus, right? we, we can't deny a conscience is real, man. You can you, uh, you you can fuck over, and if you're 29 like I am, you've you've definitely f- uh, messed up your fair share of babes man you've been heartbroken you've broken a few hearts at some point it also you realize you can't just do some things to people because well hopefully you realize that yeah people do get damaged man like i i i've 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 had my fair share of that i've been heartbroken as well but i've also definitely left some scars somewhere and it's not fair facts you shouldn't but i mean hurt people hurt people and that's what we do just have to like stop it just stop so going on to this confession. So now I'm in the quagmire of, I mean, what do we do here? You know what I mean? Have fun with it. This is what I don't understand. Yes, you can have fun, but I feel like I must also practice for the final game. You know what or I mean? Define it. Define like I feel like. No, you see, this is what I'm not doing anymore, right? I'm not defining anything for anyone. No, for you. No, for me, nothing is nothing. At the moment, my targets, my top six things to do in life, have nothing to do with another person, right? You get a few, a few good lays out of it. Even with what time? You can't. You don't have time to sneak in a lay. Imagine oh. that's my life right now, man. I, f- I feel like that's a loss for that guy. Then that's a waste <laughs> of time. I don't think. I don't think he's looking for f- for friendship in the way of there's no lay involved, man. But this is what I don't understand. Like guys are usually come in two folds, right? You either come with the well, I'm just trying to have something casual, what, 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 and that's fine. So long as you have said what you want, cool, right? There's others who and to their own fault. I don't even think it's on purpose. Sometimes there are definitely those sociopaths where it's on purpose, but. For the most part, I don't think it's on purpose. The best of intentions are there. 
you know they want all the like all the experience they could possibly must out of this scenario but not the maturity to understand that you can't have all that intensity packed into something and it doesn't either implode or end in happily ever but after. The, the mistake is in overthinking the pregame, man. Like, you know, there are people before they go out, wanna, okay, we'll buy a, we'll buy a one liter and we'll like that. in the parking lot. Nah, you can just buy your booze and drink like... Even <laughs> that, that famous Kenyan lie, just two for the road, just for two, the road. Just you're, you're approaching it with too much seriousness. Like, just have fun with it. Like, take it literally as it comes, text to text. Text, WhatsApp to WhatsApp, call to call, kiss to kiss, lay to lay. Okay, no babies, but what, however it plays out, man. Like, don't, don't. I feel like the mistake we ruin people ruin relationships by diving into them with preconceived. You just those are just resentments waiting to happen. If you have expectations out of the thing itself before you even started the thing, you're gonna ruin it. But this is another thing, and let's. Like, I'm gonna speak from a very human point of view because if I do this, I'm pretty sure other people do this. When you are excited about something. You have excitos. You imagine forward. You it, know what I mean? You put some pep in your step. I mean, if it's done right, yeah, there should sounds, be some sounds, pep in my step. It sounds to me like you're underplaying your feeling side of it. I think you actually have it's feelings. It's interesting. I can't have feelings for a scenario. I'm only like 72 hours old of knowing. Like, this guy had like a good four years on me. Do you, with do you feel flattered? There's a flattery oh, part. Of course. It's if, always nice. It's a nice to massage. Be eh? Let me tell you, it is a very beautiful thing for somebody to tell you good things about yourself. No one hates that. That's fantastic. Right, um, and the flattery that it's even something that someone has been suffering with. I'm sorry, but the suffering part is the part that really like it touches yeah, it's me adorable. the most. It's he, nice. Is he young? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's younger. Younger than that, you, even. That makes sense. Yeah, I know. When younger people like, I'm sorry, I, I was there once. You know, you you try, you're trying to like worm out of the young thing. So like you're trying to do not the most, but you're trying to do more than what is expected of you because you want to show signs of maturity. Maybe they're there, but they're not yet. Like, has it ever? You know let, what I mean? Let me give you a secret about dudes, yeah. When, and that's why, maybe you, you, you might need to think about how you, however you're going to handle that is. When you chase something, when you chase something for a long time, and over time, obviously, your interest may taper along mm -hmm, the way. Mm -hmm, and at sure. some point, their interests may become higher or equal to yours. All right. As soon as you meet that halfway point, guys lose the interest. All right. Like as soon as you show me that you're equally as interested as I was and you've given me a hard time to get there. Right. It's like fuck you. <laughs> True story. True story. No, I don't I don't doubt it. Oh no or or and sorry guys, I know I'm snitching. Or <laughs> I'll now use it just to get laid. There's that. Which is why I always tell people, make, you sh make sure you get yours. Whatever it is, as a show, you want out of this scenario. Make sure you're consistently getting whatever it is that you want out of this scenario. Right? I mean, a guy is going to do what he's going to do. There's no amount of anything you're going to do. If he wants to cheat, he'll cheat. Right? If the relationship is over, it's over. Not all relationships end in drama, by the way. Sometimes they just end because it is the end. I think, right? I first of all, I think fidelity is overrated. I think the cons the pressure put around it or the construct or the idea of fidelity is something that... Fidelity is overrated. I, is it possible is a question. I'm not even sure about whether or not we should rate it. Is it, a pos is it something we should even expect? It's like you make, and I can only speak for man, men because I'm a man, fidelity is making a guy operate with a level of restraint. 
that that is unnatural. That's what I was driving at, right? Is it even possible? Is it natural? No, right? uh, guys. Why and then that if we're from the same species, though that's debatable. Um, <laughs> guys and chicks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then how come that we can do restraint? easier than you guys can but just look at our genetic makeup us guys were, were wired to spread our seed so if i so think of if that's wired into my dna right and now i'm an evolved version of the the raw version of, of which was just have many as many what do you call them partners have become society has evolved to this point but my dna my wiring is still telling me that yes i have a wife or i have a girlfriend but so and so still looks attractive and i'd like to be inside her I mean, by that argument, then any woman that goes after a wealthy man or a rich man or a guy who generally can provide is, you know, superior. Because that's how it works in nature, but I, right? I, I, I'm in total agreement yeah, with that. Not that. Then, then people need to stop shitting on people who are like gold diggers. Like, that's exactly in the DNA then. No, what people, what, uh, and what I disagree with gold diggers is own it. Don't pretend you're not a gold digger if you what are. What is wrong with being a gold digger? Outside of that, it's called yeah, I mean mining. I'm like, saying, I I'm don't. <laughs> I, 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 am, I agree with you. Like yeah. if you're a gold digger, if you're a gold digging chick, own it, own it. A lot of guys feel threatened when chicks own their gold digger. I feel like you should not be hard on a chick because she's claimed she wants the bag. If she's claiming, but if she's doing that shit while claiming to be something else, it's quite that now. That is irritating. So most people are just honestly just annoyed by dishonesty. That's yes, it. Yes. So dishonesty is the common denominator for all annoyances between men and women. Yes, yes. When a chick is claiming, oh, no, no, it's not about the money. Yes, it's ab- if you just said it's about the money, it's fine. I understand. Right. I think we've just solved like a 2,000-year-old problem yeah. right there. Simple. Jesus, you're, it's, you're welcome. It's called rigorous honesty, and it starts with self. It starts with self, man. Be honest with yourself. And then you can be honest about anything, and it frees you. It's a it's a lot more freeing. These chicks, even the guys, the ones uh, people like to hate on, like the hooders, the hooders of this world. It's easy to claim that she's probably damaged, but if she's actually owning her existence and how she's risen to her claim to fame and she owns it she's probably the one of the most liberated people and let me tell you something and i told you this a long time ago any person in this country and i think maybe worldwide but let me speak for the ones who are local right any person whether it is a tv radio movie whatever it is when you meet them and please because interviewing is really a, a, a dying art form in local media when you meet them you should just ask them what's your baggage What's your baggage? I'm because you see, that's the thing. Everybody's got though? their baggage. No, we don't, that's another podcast. Uh, right? It's a lot. It's yeah, a lot. We'll have to unpack it's that a suitcase. One. It's a suit. It's a full Louis Vuitton travel. She, she said it herself. Right. So you should ask people what their baggage is because there's there's nobody sitting on your screens out here that you're out here trolling, making comments about watching. How old is your girlfriend? How much money do you make? What car are you driving? How come you look whatever? You should lose weight. All those people that you're busy trolling work on a baggage. I'm not trying to say they're exclusively the only ones with baggage, but it makes for a certain type of personality, right? Baggage can break you or build you. It's just that simple. But I feel like bravado and the bravado that comes with owning your story. For example, I, I'm a boozer. I've had a history, colorful history with booze. I own it now. So who's going to use it against me? This is why I'm just saying you have to own your shit. Once you start, you have to be able to carry your luggage. So you have to practice lifting it regularly to build that muscle. So that now nobody, do you need help? No, I'm good. Thanks. Right. 
not saying don't get rid of your baggage tafadhali if you can avoid it if you can throw talk some about, shit off the talk bridge, about right? it i mean just because i claim i mean i own my story doesn't mean i haven't taken steps and put steps in place to heal from the trauma that may have come with i've done that mm-hmm. you have to also do the work you can't just own it just say it yeah. mm-hmm. this is not us you can't click your heels and then it's just your your home no it's not how it works also you have to also own the fact that your baggage might have put you in a position to hurt somebody else Right. Oh yeah. It's put you in a position where you you do not carry favor with certain people and you might never carry favor with them again. You're just going to have to live with that. And forgiving yourself before you al- you ask anyone to forgive you is 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 paramount. Which actually brings me to another point. You know, I have a general theory about apologies. You don't believe in apologies? I don't believe in apologies. But you're, you're, you're also a very ego-driven person, Brenda. I, I don't see you being easy, saying sorry easily. No, because... That, that's, that's not a good it's, thing, though. It's not a good or a terrible thing. I don't like apologizing because of the nature of what I think a genuine apology looks like. It's actually quite difficult to apologize properly, according to me, right? The way I think it should be done. So I try and avoid as many scenarios as possible where I would have to apologize to you. Now, that, that has to be gender specific because I look at it this way, Brenda. For me, personally, as I, and I think it's down to also just being a dude, I'm a very, I think very rationally, as many would say, I'm able to put emotions aside. I can examine, was I wrong? Yes. I'm sorry. Was I right? No. I won't apologize. It's never, I'm wrong, and I'm just going to sit on, no, I know, I know I'm wrong, and I'm not going to say sorry because... Well, no, I mean, obviously it's stupid to not apologize if you are wrong. That's just, it's a logic, right? But, but why, why, are, why are so many women like that? I think it's because, and, but for a multitude of reasons, but off the dome, I think the first one is, if they've never received a genuine apology or an apology at all from the person which they're refusing to apologize from, for example, let's just bring it domestically because that's usually where the fire happens, mm-hmm. right? If you've done something and you're my partner, multitudes of times you've thought about this thing and you're like, oh, you give me some bullshit apology and then you go and repeat the same thing, which means that you weren't actually sorry the first time you did it. You were just telling me what I wanted to hear. So anytime you apologize for this thing, I'm not going to believe it unless this thing never happens again. That is the apology. Right? I, 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 Corrective behavior is the apology. The words are nice, but the words to me are the intention for you to correct behavior. That's It's the beginning of the apology, right? Now, if I feel that slighted by you because of you just taking me fidiots out uh, here, uh, I'm never going to apologize for some shit. I feel like it's deeper, and I feel like it's, it's, it goes as deep as, over time, the way the world is set up, society is set up, men have been dominating most things. Yeah, mm-hmm. for the most part. Like, mm-hmm. men have ruled, men have been in charge. It's always been men, men, men. And I think it's harder for a woman. She's, you already feel like you're in a subservient position. And sorry has a connotation of subservience, you know. When you're saying sorry, you're admitting that, it's you know. It's like you're losing some position, like, Kidogo. It's like you're yielding. So if mm. already society has put you in the yielding position since you were born it's gonna be harder to accept and say sorry i think that's and that's something that's deep you know it's, it's deeply entrenched i think so you could have a point with that to be honest i think it's something that should be explored on a case-to-case basis because there's a million reasons as to why somebody would or wouldn't apologize sometimes apologies are given just because that is the easiest way to smooth out a scenario and keep it pushing and that what, she, what she's just described that in itself has merits like being able to smooth over a situation because some things are deeper than others I mean, there's things you can say, so I can say sorry for stepping on your foot. And 
I'm not actually so sorry because I, I injured your foot. I'm sorry about it. And I know that me acknowledging that, yes, I stepped on your foot in that sorry, it, it, it's smooth. Like, we're cool now. We're cool. And that in itself has merits. Right, yes. I mean, I, I think that's just politeness at that point in time. Like, if you stepped on my foot, it's uncomfortable, but it's not world-ending. But acknowledging that you've done it is great. It's quite nice. Yeah. But imagine yeah. if someone doesn't. It's like, hey, hey, I wasn't even hard, but hey, guy, I mean, you stepped listen, on my foot. Sweetie, so many club fights started like that. About this, this guy stepped on my shoe banner. That time it's like some knockoff Adidas. Like, why are you so <laughs> angry that your made in China shoe was stepped on? Keep calm. But I, 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 I like the idea of just also, and I think it's an age factor. We're not so far in age. It's just a point where relationships and how you enter them are, for me, it has a lot less weight. Like, it has a lot, a lot less weight. I don't know how long this will last in terms of, will I be 40 thinking like this? But if I'm flirting with someone, if we're in the stage of possibly toying with the idea of dating, it's not heaven or hell. It's not a big deal, man. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't, and it's fine. And that, that's probably going to be a problem if I'm to ever caught to get married because... I mean, maybe, but I think that's easy for you because you're not like me. I'm a hyper... I'm, I'm overly emotional when it comes to certain things. You're an empath. I am, but I also... I like to do things to the hundredth degree, right? So if I'm in, if I am in a relationship, it is like my 1000% effort, which is also detrimental at some point because now you stop having energy or space for anything else, right? But is that healthy? Because even, even in terms of any relationship, whether it's romantic or not, even with a child, I man, mean, is it people healthy? don't put a hundred percent of yourself. Is it healthy? No, but you see what you're hoping for, you, it, starts off with, it starts off with making a good impression. I feel like you should, you should make the impression you can maintain. As far as I've got that. Best right? foot forward. Mm, regular foot forward. Don't don't be out here showing out too much and you can't keep it going because somebody will get used to you behaving a certain way and then when you withdraw it for whatever reason, there's that resentment that's going to check in. And there's nothing more like I have found myself on many occasions in Side a relationship realizing, oh fuck, I took this too far. <laughs> now here's a problem. Here's a problem I have, um, yeah. and I've shared with this, with mm. the, with you off camera. Like I'm a, I have people pleasing, and uh, sometimes I'm a people pleaser. Right. And that has made me date whole people, half-heartedly. Right. We flirted. Yeah, she responded. She's now in. I'm like, oh shit. And then now it goes on, and I'm just yeah, just corresponding. Before I know, I'm in a relationship. Like. Pff, you know, I'm, I'm deep in a relationship where someone is talking about marriage, and here I am. And that's terrible. the last time you, that you happened, need to clip that. That's, I, I that's need to horrible. Get, that's I need to get rid of that. I need to get it. The, the last time I did that, I ended up uh, taking a, an, a, quite an adventure because I took it out on liquor. Right. I took it out on the booze, man. I don't think I've ever. I, I understand the people please. Are you sorry? I used the booze as a parachute out. As a parachute out. out. Yes. yes. As yes. an escape route. Yes. That's an interesting escape plan. So I, I, I'm working on that in terms of, I don't have to say yes. Even if it was fun and games, I'm a flirty, I'm a flirty, and then, oh shit, I can pull I back. I just think also you need to, people need to be told that it's okay not to be pressured into something. Yeah, you know, it's okay if someone really feels you. Like, I really like you, you know, they tell you all these fantastic things about you, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with this person. You're just simply not interested. 
or not in that space right now or just there's a multitude of reasons as to why you would say no i just don't think you have to justify your no i feel if somebody asks for clarification you should ask them three times if they are sure if that's what they want to know and then clarify yeah because rarely do people want to know the real reason like the real energy behind your no right it's not usually an insult but it might be difficult to shoulder as the recipient of that information. So I just, I say clear it with three dings, then that's it. And I, part, part of the, the a character flaw that comes with being on a self building or picking up the pieces tangent is you, f- you almost have no apologies for people. Mm. Like because you've already operated so far outside the spectrum in terms of behavior and how you used to deal with people's feelings you know you've already you've already ex, you've got, I've already done the x games version oh, of of both of emotions so right. even now when i'm rebuilding i'm i'm not i don't i'm not as nuanced i don't pick up on emotional nuances from people who i should i should actually pretend to care more mm. i'm just operating you know like ah. cuz i'm also making up for lost time right so it's 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 uh, perhaps i need to be a bit more sensitive in how I, I deal with some people about certain things i realize maybe i've been a bit insensitive but that is life man i think it's because i've pitied it is but uh, i mean you're right uh, the way people the space that people are in when you meet them when you encounter them is very important and it's sometimes a little disappointing you know sometimes they say that he, not that she or he's the one who got away it was just you know timing was wrong Eventually, some couples find themselves, but at the times that their paths intersected, it just wasn't the right time because everyone's on a continuous growth journey, right? You will forever be growing and developing as a person. I mean, we hope, right? We hope, yeah. We hope. There's some people who will lie. At 25, they stagnated. They're never going to change. But if you're if you're encountering somebody at a different point in their journey than you are in yours, you must be respectful of that. Your disappointment is besides the point. You must just be respectful of where that person is. And also, this all or nothing game people play, they need to kill it, right? Because I can't date you now, we can't even be homies. Or, or people not going to uni to, because they've just got into a new relationship. Hey, if you're, if you're 19 about to go to uni and you're in love, a good uni man that guy or that chick but just forget that for now no if you're in love at 19 that's an sti it's an sti that's an sti at 19 that's because that's not love but, but, it's but an sti i know i know whole grown-ups out here who've not gone for their masters because they're in a new relationship i'm like you guy or you chick you chick you need to just figure that out don't be so <laughs> try to, if it's actually worth it like do the long distance thing don't 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 mess up five years of your life mark timing because you think you're in love and you think it's the end of the world another thing i've noticed and i i mean i'm probably an example to most of my friends of what not to do in terms of relationships with booze so i feel like i can invoke because we are you can invoke expertise here yeah we we experience the people around us in life and i've seen i have a friend who's followed the societal checklist of life um school at this time to check um start a job at this time check this kind of salary at this time check marriage at this time check child at this time check now at this point in time i look at his life He's used, he's tried to use those societal check marks to try and change himself. Like now he has he, all he does is have more responsibilities. Like he still wants to turn right. up the same way. Now he has uh, now before it was night of school. Now he has a job. Now he has a wife. Mm-hmm. Now he has a kid. But he's still the same guy, if not worse. So don't 
be beholden to this 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 uh, this uh, uh, what do you call it book this book of life it's fake it's fake man curate your own life of course we exist in a society that's true i'm not going to be um i'm not going to say me I'm, me i'm a serial killer that's me no but <laughs> but but in terms of the important things important things like a life partner and having kids hey they're very pace, important your pace yeah your pace your time your choice you need to just do it. and to be honest you to bring back that long distance thing right if you've met somebody and your life was supposed to take you away from that location and then you met them and it's a new relationship the sacrifice that you're willing to make of not going for something that would better your existence is a testament to how well you think this relationship is going to go according to me in which case the universe has provided you a beautiful examination for this relationship because if you can't survive survive relationship you're not going to survive forever in the era era of whatsapp call and if you can't survive a long distance then that's not the thing for you man yeah it's no an elongated relationship is not going to be for you, right? Because you can be in a long-distance relationship in the same house. It's possible to see someone every day and feel like they're not there. So just take whatever opportunities you need, but let's not hold each other back. Um, just let's be conscious, let's be honest. Let's not hold each other back. And please, please, for the life of you, we need to learn how to start being able to handle rejection better across the spectrum. It's right. called Trump syndrome, man. Shrug things off. Become, yeah. become, uh, become thick-skinned, man. Me, uh, I can take an L in stride. Yani. Okay, mark, 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 Z. Okay, next. And move on. Man, that's the thing. Sometimes you don't have to move on. Sometimes a rejection isn't a rejection of you. It's a rejection of your proposal at the time. Right? So I might want... Mm, I want I want everything about you, but you have arrived at the very wrong time. Who has that kind of time? Babes though? have that time. We have it. To wait. Yeah, but you, we, it's what we don't do is active waiting. We do passive waiting, right? So what we don't want you to do is to be that guy who looked like he was just coming because he wanted something, then he disappears. Because if you walk too quickly, with like from that scenario, especially after I've explained what it is then it just looks like really that was bullshit. You were just trying to get something from here. If we can co we don't have to be besties, but if we can actually like be around each other and everything is fine after that and whatnot, we can be cordial, we can be friendly, let whatever relationship is going to grow or not grow happen is my point, right? Because again, the person that you rejected could be like, you know, your boss six years from now. So you oh have yeah. to like be you careful to be how, of course, how I, I, you deal with people. I'm all, for, I'm all for respect across the board, even if it's in terms of how you kick your game or how you reject or um, I'm all for respect across the board. I, I just want to tell everybody, just don't make the mistakes I've made in terms of just finding yourself balls deep in a relationship because somewhere along the flirting phase, you didn't know how to pull out and you end up sabotaging it when you're in. So don't make that mistake. Too, ma- too many people, both male and female, are making that mistake. As we speak right now, that person you're texting who you know it's a game and it's oh, it's getting a bit serious or a bit heavy, jump ship now lest you break the heart. I mean, heart. to be fair, you could be watching this together and now it's awkward. It's you too. Sorry. <laughs> but I think that's, that's, that's it for today. That really is it for today. So really, confess if you can. Make sure you're as honest as possible, even if it's a bit painful sometimes because it's a great way to release baggage because you need less even though you will never have none throughout life. 
and we're going to give you more, I guess, pearls of wisdom from our intrepid life stories and failures oh, yes. as we go along this route. And if you've made it to this point of the video, for sure, you're definitely a fan. So please subscribe. Like, it's it's simple work. You'll be getting notifications uh, as they come. Secondly, look forward to episode six. We're having our first guest, right? Yes, episode six is our first guest. We're not going to say who for now. I don't think we're sure who it is at this point in time, it's, but it's, it's okay. It's, it's a juggle. We're deciding between two people. So It feels a lot like America's Got Talent. Anyway, um, so that's that. Thank you so much if you've been watching thus far. And uh, we appreciate your eyes and your patience. That is us for this week. We'll catch you again in seven days. And something for the editor, man, right here. Yeah. yeah. There we editor go. Editor in chief over here, camera crew over there. I'm just here to look pretty and take, you know, just talk. That's, that's my only job here. <laughs> All right. In a week, Sam will be back. Till then, take care of yourselves. Peace. This is the Grateful Panda, AV, Yonder, TED Talk.